0: hi i'm mitch aka mikey and this is desire also known as danny and you're listening to the 20 and plenty podcast
1: where two bitches in their 20s got plenty of shit to say okay
0: Damn, she's fast! Awesome. Hey guys, welcome back to Twenty and Plenty, our favorite show. Hey, 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 hey! Okay, so we have a special episode for you guys. Yes, We're gonna we do. We're gonna talk about. Actually, I don't want to do the topic reveal yet. I don't want to spoil it yet. But You're let's too fast. You're too fast. I know. I need to slow down. I'm really excited <laughs> for this one because I don't know shit about it. I just <laughs> Okay, I'll explain later. <laughs> but let's do a little catch up. Um, when was the last time we recorded, Dan? I forgot.
1: I want to say it was about like three weeks ago. So it's been some... No, am I lying? Yeah, I'm totally lying. No, you're lying. Like, was, like such a liar. I'm a liar. Okay, yeah. so no, it was like maybe like, two weeks ago, I want to say. Right? I feel like... I feel like <laughs> maybe so it was like <laughs> last week, you know. So it was like yesterday. I don't know what have
0: we been doing. I don't even know. Like I literally don't keep track of time. I mean, I didn't even do anything this weekend.
1: Well, I I'm have. Literally. I went to Cayuga. Did you even know that was a place, Cayuga? No. Cayuga it sounds like coyote. It sounds very foreign. I know yeah. that w- that was our topic last week. Our our last episode was about that coyote, and today we're talking about Cayuga. So. so how was that?
0: Is that in Hamilton?
1: It's like a little north of Hamilton, beautiful by the Grand River. Um, I spent the weekend and stuff with my ninong and as well as my cousin and her <laughs> friends. Got bit up by mosquitoes. So I'm itching. <laughs> I'm going to itch throughout the whole entire episode today. Um, but it was all fun. You guys should come up with me next time.
0: I know. I definitely should. Your ninong sounds... She's like not a you know regular... Okay, what does ninong mean in English?
1: Oh, sorry, my ninong
0: is godmother. Godmother, yeah, is yeah, god, yeah, 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 yeah. So your godmother
2: <laughs> reminds yeah.
0: me of the mom, like the cool mom in Mean Girls. She's yeah, like she'll... not your regular godmom. She's a cool. She's godmother. a fun <laughs> person to
1: take a trip with. You know what I'm saying? I can't believe
0: <laughs> that. I literally can't ah, believe that. That's I love her.
1: A... I love you, ninong. Okay. Yeah.
0: But yeah, that was my weekend. That was honestly my weekend. <sighs> I just like took walks. I didn't. I didn't have plans at all. Hmm. Oh, I went to the thrift store. I found cute. like really cute thrift stuff. But like that's it. I literally didn't do anything. <laughs> I sound like a fucking loser. But yeah.
1: Who knows? Uh, Maybe um our guests have had more fun weekends uh, <laughs> than
0: us too. Who knows? Uh, okay. <laughs> okay. So since I'm a boring bitch we can skip right (laughs) to the topic (laughs) we're talking about crypto today (laughs) and we have two (laughs) we have two very very special guests we have Mm -hmm. lil basil west and lj a.k.a black swan digital (laughs) hey welcome (laughs) our two great guests how are you guys we're
2: good we're good we're cooling you guys good
1: yeah, we're Yay. good. I'm just chill. Super excited to talk about it. So crypto, crypto is definitely a topic that people have been talking about lately. And people, more and more people are getting introduced to it. But a lot of people still <laughs> don't know much about it. So, I mean, I can't lie. I don't know. I, I still have a lot to learn. So why don't you give a little, little intro about what crypto is?
2: Sure. Um,
3: Jordan, um, you want to take this? Uh, no, it's all you, buddy. I'll tell you
1: that.
3: <laughs> Give me the technical uh, stuff. You need to know what smart contract is. I'm there, bro. DeFi, I'm there. Buddy.
2: So, in the simplest terms, cryptocurrency is a decentralized form of money, meaning there is no ownership of it, and it's essentially a network of supercomputers that make a digital bank that allows mm-hmm. people to have full autonomous control of their assets and their money.
1: Okay, wait, pause. Autonomous. Define that, because my ass didn't know what that <laughs> meant.
2: <laughs> you, um, a lot of things are automated in the system so that there's no need for a third party. There's no need for banks. There's no need for a teller.
3: Mm. Um,
2: there's no need for institutions. Um, mm-hmm. And that's where the whole decentralized aspect comes in. It, your full, you get the first time in human history you have full responsibility of your financial assets on either your phone, your computer... Or there's other ways to store it, but it, it's um, it's pretty much automatic. You don't need anyone else just except you and the community. So itself. you're your own
1: bank, basically. Pretty Interesting. much. Interesting. That's actually pretty yeah. cool. And this is stuff like people probably heard about like Bitcoin, Ethereum. Those are the big two, right, for mm. uh, crypto coins. But there is a whole bunch, to my understanding.
2: Yeah, there's over like 10,000 different cryptocurrencies because it's just uh, essentially code where people can code and uh, you develop them um, under Ethereum or a different blockchain and there can be hundreds and thousands of coins. But the point of like Bitcoin is to be a store of value um, while Ethereum is also is now becoming a store of value while also allowing for innovation to be built on top of it. So a lot of these things have underlying advancements in technology where if People think it's just, oh, it's like internet money when it's literally the restructuring of the entire financial system.
1: Okay. Okay, but between the coins and stuff, like, why why would someone choose Ethereum or over Bitcoin? Or, like, what's so special about other coins versus another coin?
3: They fulfill different use cases. Uh-huh. So some coins, like uh, like Bitcoin, like you said, Bitcoin is just a store of value. It's, like, digital gold. Um, there's other ones I have are, like, like utility, like have more utility, like um WiFI Fi. It's for like it's like a DeFi yield aggregator, so it's like when you have money you can put money in and it'll make more money for you. And so they have their own coin, which is a governance coin. So you, if you hold the coin you can vote on how the protocol changes.
0: Which and- wait, which coin is that?
3: Wi Fi. You're in finance, WiFI. Fi.
0: Oh my god, that sounds interesting. So
1: all of the coins kind of have their own little function to them in the whole cryptocurrency system, basically. Mm -hmm. And you just basically invest in what you think will will be worth investing into, um, if I'm understanding correctly.
2: It's it's looking at which ones have the most utility, um, what problems do they solve in the real world. Um, For example, um, Ethereum is essentially... The development of a new internet where it's called web 3.0 which mm. will service billions of people across the world um, and then you have things like like dogecoin where it doesn't actually have any utility but it has <laughs> amazing marketing um, uh, okay. and then you have other coins that that do very specific things so it, what it is is really diving deep into the research and looking at what this coin does versus this coin and understanding what problems does it solve and if it's worth the actual investment or not.
0: Interesting. You getting this, Mikey? <laughs> I didn't know any of that, and I have three hundred dollars in Bitcoin, <laughs> just because. Yay. And then I have a hundred in Ethereum. Just because I didn't. I thought it was like Bitcoin. I didn't know it was like a website. I was just like, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> so funny. having fun on Coinbase. I just feel like nobody like where
1: like where do you learn this type of shit like who is talking about it like
2: um a lot of a lot of the times like honestly you can just watch a, a quick couple YouTube videos it's a lot of reading and there's a lot of sites that offer um services we like we also as Black Swan Digital offer education packages as well too so people can learn because mm-hmm. the education is the is the main thing because it's like people are investing in things they don't understand things that they don't know. And all of a sudden, the price fluctuates so heavy, everyone's confused uh, as to what it is. When in the long term, if you understand the underlying technology behind it, then you understand why this is probably going to be the best investment for the next hundred years or so.
1: Okay, then why this over banks then? That
0: was good.
2: Huh. That was a good transition. <laughs> good, that was
1: good, that
2: was good. That was good. So many reasons over why over a bank.
1: <laughs> first reason, first reason in your head. First what do reason. You
2: know why? it's your property now no longer the government's or the bank's property when you hold cash Mm -hmm. it belongs to the to the government it literally says bank of canada or bank of america wherever you are the government has a centralized control monopoly on um on money money. yeah the production of money so with cryptocurrencies you're actually able to get rid of that and be self-sovereign so there's that so it's a sovereignty there's a limited supply um, you have full control of your money and mm-hmm. you can get better returns on your money than when you when you put it in a bank a bank will give you 0.0 better way better returns like the bank will give you 0.01% i think td gives you that for anything over like 100,000 000, 50,000 000. and 0. Mm-hmm. 0.01% we have something called inflation and inflation is when too much money is out and the rate of inflation in Canada right now is 3.6%. So you lose 3.6% of your money if you had it in cash. So to make it simple, if you had a hundred dollars, yeah, if you had a hundred dollars, you technically only have ninety-seven dollars because that's your buying okay. power because of how the government's running shit. If you put it, your money in a bank, which is a savings account, and their savings account gives you two percent, you're still losing one percent by keeping your money in the bank. Versus crypto, you could be making seven to eight to ten percent almost monthly.
1: So how does okay, but like inflation though, and if you're saying that you're making seven percent, maybe I'm not understanding this properly. Is there do you avoid inflation by having crypto?
3: Yes. Yeah, you hedge. You hedge your inflation. So like it's like you still have the inflation affecting you, but it affects you a lot less. Like if you're making seven percent um, and the inflation is three percent. That means you're gaining four percent.
1: Then you're just oh, I see. oh yeah.
3: Versus if you put it in the bank and
2: you have seven percent, and they're only giving you two percent. Uh, I mean, if inflation is three point six percent and you only get two percent uh returns, you're still losing one point six percent.
1: That one point whatever yeah. So are you really making money anymore? To be honest, and this year making money? No, money? Don't say no,
3: that. No. I have a savings yeah. account. account. Don't age, say that. You're living, you're not losing <laughs> money.
1: Yo, I be busting my ass in the fucking hospital for what? For them to take my 3%? Give me my fucking 3%. Are you stupid? Are you that gone? actually makes me mad like soy <laughs> and, yeah.
3: and, and It's, and it's yeah, ridiculous. Scam, yeah, you know, huge scam. It,
2: it's the worst oh, no. feeling because it's like things are about to get way, way worse. Like, analytically, like looking at how the stimulus in this country is being run and throughout the world, like, Russia hits 6.5%. America's at 5%. So if you have a savings account that's only giving you 2%, you're still losing that 3%. And what if, and there's countries around the world right now that are hitting 50,000% inflation that's and their countries crippling nice. and it's it's kind of like a testimony where that may come to this country as well one of these days. Hmm. And we're not going to uh, be that's
0: super banks. unsettling.
1: Yeah. yeah I know but like that's how the government would keep you within their system right like you're constantly having to pay them back whatever the fuck your debt I guess Um, to- <laughs> I've I got, I got a lot to think about <laughs> she's like damn I gotta put a little bit more than $300 in Bitcoin today Like, <laughs> Jesus Christ I do, yeah I, I know.
2: know can I ask you guys a question real quick Okay, yeah. what's up Okay, so on a scale of 1% to 100%, what is the likelihood within the next 10 years something as catastrophic as COVID affects the world within that 10 year span? 1%
1: um,
2: one to, one
1: to 100%. I answered this before we, Mikey. I want to hear your answer first.
0: What What are the chances that something like COVID will happen in terms yeah, of percentage? Again. It, yeah, it's within like, a, oh.
1: Whoa. Something like COVID, like another pandemic or something. Oh, another,
2: another pandemic, pandemic. Global uh, warming crisis, uh, financial crisis, something. Like, what are the chances of something so big happening that it affects the whole world again once like this?
0: So my range is one to fifty percent. It's not likely, and then more than that is. I think it would be likely. That's that a lot can happen in ten years. So maybe super fucking lately. Are you stupid? What's like, the, the the for sure. 75? yeah, for sure. Seventy-five. Yeah. Five percent. Se- no, seventy-five percent likely that it's gonna happen. Like one to ten years, it's a long time. In so that seventy-five
2: percent that you just said, that's how much money you should have in crypto to to hedge um. against your concern of what might happen in the next ten years.
1: <laughs> She's like, fuck, I got three hundred dollars. She's like, I gotta go open up my budgets and I gotta go like recalculate how I'm doing this shit. Like fuck, like <laughs> me tonight. <laughs> no, yeah, I know it's true though. Oh my you know, god, yeah. In in a decade, yeah, shit can fucking happen, bro. Like within the last two decades, shit's been fucking happening. So I mean, I don't I don't blame you. I, I think you're right to be honest in that sense. Mm-hmm. Um obviously like Bitcoin and crypto and stuff, like it is a very, very new thing. Like how long have you guys been in crypto? Uh
3: been in it. We've been in it since about twenty seventeen. Um, oh that's the beauty of crypto is that you don't need to be in it for too long since it's so new like it yeah. only started in like 10 years ago
0: yeah. so yeah.
3: to be the amount of time it takes it to be an expert in it is not a lot not like a lot of other industries you don't need to go to school for four years and then do a master's just to become an expert in crypto no
1: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and
3: even less to make pre profitable in crypto
1: and you mr Bezos? was
2: uh, same time i uh, started a little okay. bit in 2017, and started really like getting gung ho on it, like towards 2018, and um, yeah, I've just been educating myself ever since, mm-hmm. and just being taking part of the space. Like what uh, LJ just said, it's only been here for 10 years, but the technology is lasting uh, to 2150 minimum. Like the whole, mm-hmm. the tech aspect of it, and what it's supposed to be solving is supposed to be for the next hundreds and hundreds of years. So we're in the first decade and this is why i call it the decentralized decade we're in the first decade of everyone realizing oh this is the smartest way to use money as we are evolving as a species that cash is literally like almost like caveman technology trusting government Mm -hmm. with money is is almost barbaric at a point where you're trusting a human being that has emotions biases um assumptions presumptions to control how the money supply goes, rather than trusting something that's non biased like a computer that can just run on algorithmic codes.
1: See, and that's another thing, though. Like with the computers and stuff. Like, yes, all our world is heavily ran on computers now, and mm-hmm. that's exactly where our future is heading towards. But computers—they're smart. They'll do. They'll do everything that it's being told to. Like it's being told to do. How can we ensure that you know? the people that are telling the computers what to do like it's a safe thing you know what i mean like how do we know that our shit's safe
3: uh, well a lot of the like a lot of the code for this stuff is open source so if you really wanted to you can go into the code and look at it um i mean it doesn't to a to a regular person it doesn't really mean a lot but oh. there are a lot of like really good professionals that um that vet it and ensure its security and safety for the, everybody's use
1: okay and what about um because you've talked about with like you've told me about like blockchains and stuff before Mm want to quickly explain that a little bit yeah what a blockchain is and how it plays into crypto
2: a blockchain is essentially just like a digital ledger that just records and keeps information um and it stores that information and once it essentially gets full it becomes a block and then it gets added to the chain and then you have essentially just Blocks and blocks and blocks and blocks of information that's essentially encrypted through cryptography. Um, so the technology has been around for hundreds of years. They were actually using cryptography back in World War II. So this is the this is the technology that blockchain uses, and it's a digital ledger across the world. So it's not just centralized in one spot. So, mm-hmm. um, and and within the blockchain, none of the data can be. Uh, essentially what happens is imagine playing a game of poker and everyone is writing down what they have on their cards and everything like that and when everyone has to reveal it everything has to match and if everything doesn't match then the person that doesn't match gets like essentially booted off that's the simplest way i can explain it where you the the system will find any errors and then take the error out so that only everyone with the proper information can continue to the next block
1: so are you saying like the error in that situation or that metaphor or whatever, hmm. that would be like a hacker or that would be like...
2: Either a hacker um, a, a false mm-hmm. transaction. Like Bitcoin has been around for almost t- over 10 years and has mm-hmm. not had one false or one um, fraudulent transaction happen because of the way the system works and in that it, it validates every single transaction. And the, since mm-hmm. the computers are worldwide, all these computers are working together to validate this information onto the blockchain and essentially the blockchain just strings all the information in one easy way to just you can even you can go through all blockchain history as well too all the transactions are recorded onto cyberspace so anyone can go and see it oh wow so if
1: you if you own crypto and um you have your own wallet and stuff are you able to see each of your blockchains from every coin that you own is that like a thing or?
2: Yeah, so Ethereum, for example, is its own blockchain. Bitcoin is its own blockchain. A lot of these other uh, protocols are on their own blockchain, so it's just their mm-hmm. own server essentially, where it's like Bitcoin, and then Bitcoin's blockchain is over here. And then if you have, if you've done any transactions on the Bitcoin blockchain, then you can look on the Bitcoin blockchain. You can see all that information via. If you look on uh, Ethereum, you can see all the Ethereum um, blockchain transactions that happen within that blockchain. So each one of th- some of these cryptocurrencies rely on the same blockchain, some of them have their own blockchain. So a blockchain is just think about it like a giant filing cabinet in cyberspace.
0: Oh, that is I so think. cool. <laughs> Dude, that's like you explained that so perfectly and like I am foreign to this shit. That was good. <laughs> Thank you. Oh
1: but uh government wouldn't necessarily like that. I'm guessing. Would they? No. Nope. Not at all.
0: So wait, so did you you ask the government isn't associated with that? No,
1: I said they wouldn't necessarily like that, though. Oh,
0: they wouldn't necessarily like that. Yeah.
1: Yeah. They wouldn't. Because, like, that means, like, they'll see everything.
3: Yeah, well, they do and they don't. They want to see everything, but they only want them to see everything. Like, they don't want everybody else to see
1: everything. Yeah, but now everyone gets to see everything, right? Is that what it is?
3: (laughs) Exactly. So. Mm
1: -hmm.
3: Watch out, government cryptocurrencies are coming
1: okay but eventually i feel like we might i know i feel like we might end up evolving into a point where yes crypto will be our main source of money and whatever mm-hmm. would not the government have to get involved in it into crypto and I feel like they would could they end up changing like what the initial basis of crypto was like couldn't they end up taking control over this and that it takes away like the whole that's or is that not i know yeah like Uh,
3: yes and no like they can regulate it and tax it as to their best of their abilities but i mean the end the uh their capacity to control it is actually really small just because of the, the decentralized nature of the network like you would have to turn off the internet to stop crypto and, you know, if you turn off the internet, you're going to collapse the economy. So it's kind of couch 22.
2: Yeah. Um, and then, so what the government is trying to do, they're, they're trying to build their own cryptocurrency. So in China, they made the, the digital yuan. So they're trying to export as much and try to ban businesses from accepting crypto transactions so that they can only use the digital yuan. And America is making their own, they're called CBDCs. So essentially, a CBDC is owned and controlled by the banks. And remember, the banks and the government work with one another hand in hand. So then they would have full control. But we live in a very democratic society. So if we were to keep that democracy and to to level the playing field, people are going to have to decide what they want to use. Do you want to use uh these government-based coins or do you want to use your own services because Mm -hmm. the the bank and the the government are just a service and for the first Mm -hmm. time in history now we have something better than a bank and now the Mm -hmm. banks are essentially gate keeping it so that they they don't want to lose their power because they realize Mm -hmm. wow this is a better way of using money than using a bank so Mm -hmm. they're, they're they are putting tougher regulations they're trying to monitor as much as possible but the thing that the governments don't understand is that the people that run the government are old. So it's very hard to even explain to them how the actual technology works. And because of that, they're making just random laws as they go. They're pretty much making it as as they go on, on a whim because they don't fully understand how to regulate this or even understand how the technology works. Because two, three years ago, people were laughing, saying, this is, just, this is just a fad. This is just internet money. It's just going to go away. It's just a bubble. And... The bubbles popped, and it's well actually popped was the world popped, not not crypto. Because <laughs> while you had COVID happen, uh, the world economy uh, crashed, and you had once again the governments come through bailing everybody out.
3: No one came and bailed out crypto. <laughs> oh, dropped fifty percent, and everybody was okay. Yeah, oh. nobody lost their houses, and the, the crypto economy still chugged along.
2: And on top of that so while the economy crashes and china bans bitcoin yeah and all the miners have to move across to other places so the thing that's powering the system half of the the, the power of the system literally stopped working plus you had an economic downturn so you have two colossal things that in any regular financial system would collapse and crypto was completely okay
3: Yeah, it's a lot of downward pressure, but it just shows the robustness of the system. Mm -hmm. Like it's a system that you can ultimately trust even more than our our own economy. Like you look at 2008, a couple banks go down and suddenly the whole world is gone fire.
1: Yeah. Yeah. But could that just be because like not a lot of people were on it yet? You know what I mean?
2: Not not necessarily because it's like, it's just still, it it doesn't matter how much money is in, it would have collapsed either way like if, if you have one trillion dollars here it would have been and, done for yeah one trillion dollars here it's because what's happening in crypto is like the, the in the real world everyone's in debt everyone has debt. government has put us so much in debt that anytime anything negative comes like we we sink very hard crypto mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. once you have that asset it's your property so it's up to you if you want to decide to sell or not but if you don't then you're completely okay
1: i was just gonna um Ask about, like, because the past year we had two pretty big major drops and stuff. Like, how did it recover? Want to explain a little bit, like, how it recovered then? If and why did it recover? Yeah. Uh huh.
2: So, one thing that people have to understand is that, um, there is a lot of political pressure, a lot of societal pressures. Like, a lot of people don't will talk bad on Bitcoin. Like, if you talk to more people and say, hey um do do you know what crypto is and then they go ah that bitcoin thing the thing that goes up and down people don't actually understand what it is and Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. when they hear oh my god it dropped 80 50 60 percent while that time period happened you had the world's richest man elon musk talk down on it china Mm -hmm. banning it and actually moving all the miners across overseas america coming with heavy regulations and then essentially you had a bunch of new people coming into the ecosystem buying this thing and the moment the market just went down by 20% 30% everyone's decided to start selling so everyone was like oh let let me get out let me just jump off the ship let me jump off the ship but at a certain point there comes a point where the actual community of people that have crypto wallets people that actually believe in Bitcoin and they're trying to push the price as low as they can and the lowest they could push it was 28000 because that's that bottom line now that You're not pushing it past 28,000 because people like me and LJ and other people around the world know the value of this and we're not selling it. So while people are trying to sell it, pushing it down, the reason why now it's recovering is because, no, now you have that strong support. And now as it starts to recover, the media is going to come out starting saying, oh, my God, the revival of Bitcoin. Institutions are going to hop in. And remember, the more this world burns, the more this crypto world starts to do better
1: i definitely think you're like against like the media like you're fighting against like the media and everything right now too because i find that like i don't really hear news about bitcoin up until the point it drops so i feel like
0: yeah
1: i don't feel like you'll it's hard to get the support from people because people don't hear about it until you hear something bad about it well i mean like
2: on top of that too the billionaires own the media the 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 people mm -hmm. in power own the media like cbc is owned by the government You think they want to advertise? Hey, there's this amazing thing that's way better than us that controls money. Guys, hop on it. Like, just recently, Google stopped banning crypto ads. So, Mm -hmm. there's a lot of force going against crypto. And eventually, what's going to happen over time? Apple is going to hop in, Amazon, Google, Microsoft, all these big tech companies are going to either use the underlying technology of it or actually use the service of it.
1: Mm -hmm. Aren't there already? like big companies that use it though? I swear there are. Or no, is that still like very foreign?
2: Um Tesla, SpaceX have them on the balance sheets. Um there's yeah, this company called it to it Yeah. There's this company called MicroStrategy. Uh there, there there's a lot of big companies that are starting to buy a large amount of Bitcoin and it, it's scary because it's like if no one pays attention, there's only 18 million Bitcoin. Because there's 21, originally there's 21 million, but mm-hmm, mm-hmm. 3 million are gone because of human errors. Like people either lost the coin, sent it to the wrong address or whatnot.
3: A lot. <laughs> so there's
2: about 18 million. And out of that 18 million, there's only about 2 million left, 2 million Bitcoins left. Most of it's owned by someone already. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So okay. there's companies that have like almost a million Bitcoins, which would be like 1% of the entire supply. And it's because so they're odd. taking advantage of people not being aware and awake to what's actually happening.
1: So you're saying billionaires are already on this shit and want to take it before anyone else can. Oh, There's not yeah. enough
2: Bitcoin for all the millionaires in the world.
1: Okay, so we we gotta wake up and <laughs> we, fucking everyone wake up, <laughs> take some fucking Bitcoin before these rich guys already take them. <laughs> yeah, that's and,
2: and that's and that's what's causing the the, the enormous price movements is that it's you have these people either selling it or buying it but the whole point is that the reason why people are buying it is because like i'm saying as the world keeps printing more money and burning this world we need an Mm -hmm. escape we need to find a financial escape where we can be safe because the next crash that comes it's taking everybody out
1: yeah, I hear you. I hear you. I'm still stuck on the mat. I'm still mad at the fact that I'm losing my 3% right now. <laughs> like, Are you dumb? I'm thinking about that. Done? Um, okay. OK, but like crypto mining and stuff, like how do you mine for a coin? Yeah, I'm like, confused about that. I have no idea about that. Yeah, like what is crypto mining? Mm-hmm.
3: Uh, it's essentially a computer that solves um, like a puzzle. And you get rewarded for solving that puzzle. So they have specialized computers for it, we call them ASICs, and for Bitcoin, mm-hmm. and um, they can like solve like this particular problem like uh, pretty quickly at different rates depending on what computer you have. Um, some blockchains require miners, others don't. Some like just need like a lot more smaller computers to do it. Mm-hmm. And you can like essentially put up your coins as collateral and collect network fees. As if you were mining, but without like having all the equipment of mining. But there's proof of work, which uses the heavy computers, and then there's proof of stake, which uses like light computers.
1: Okay. So who makes this like what is this puzzle? Like where is this puzzle and everything... where
0: can I solve it? Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
3: Yeah,
1: <laughs> I'm like I'm I pretty good you. at Tetris. Like this is what I'm thinking in my head.
3: Like... Yeah. yeah, I mean you could try to solve it on paper, but like dude, yeah, it'll take you like ten thousand years.
1: Oh okay. Uh, okay.
3: Yeah, quite literally. Um, it's called um, Bitcoin uses the SHA two fifty six hashing algorithm. So, I mean, I don't personally know what that particular algorithm looks like or how it works, uh-huh. but Me, like it's both. essentially just turning like strings of characters into different strings of characters
1: so it's coding it's all coding stuff yeah Yeah. it's all coding stuff and
3: essentially
2: yeah it's like it's like you the 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 mining machine essentially is what powers the network because then it's essentially the backbone of all of crypto because if you have no mining uh essentially no one's using the network and then therefore there's no new coins being minted no no one's getting rewarded so the more miners there are, the more transactions we can also push through faster as well too. Um, uh-huh. So that's, that's pretty much the whole point of uh, mining is essentially just the backbone.
1: I've seen like a little video. I don't know if you guys, you guys probably seen this too, but like I've seen this little video that was put out by vice and it was just talking about how crypto mining is so bad for the environment because <laughs> they like use a lot of energy and whatever, whatever. And yeah. people are like, yeah, like it's terrible. Like, i heard that too. Like, oh, right? our, our friends were talking awesome.
2: about it. Yeah. That's the media. And that's the bigger players in this game trying to push mm-hmm. it down because they're like, Hey, it's, Environmentally unfriendly, and everyone's like, "Yeah, know what? Fuck Bitcoin." And it's like, (laughs) did you guys not just see the ocean on fire like literally like two weeks ago?
3: (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. literally.
2: I'm I'm confused. Like, it's these conglomerates and these corporate, uh, these corporations, essentially using environmental worries as a camouflage to them. So they put this camouflage of, Hey, worry about Bitcoin. And while you're worrying about that, they're the ones that are actually fucking everything up because you have to realize that it actually uses less power than the entire banking system. The banking system itself today, I think, uses like, what, three to ten times more power than Bitcoin
3: does? The Bitcoin
2: network?
1: I believe you.
3: Yeah. Yeah. You have to understand that Bitcoin, the Bitcoin network, is in a global industry. So in the context of a global industry, it uses relatively little power compared to everything else and even that's that amazing. it's renewable most of it is renewable power yeah or like, like access use, power
2: you can use solar pa- uh, solar panels to generate electricity you can use geothermal energy you can use hydro energy solar energy cryptocurrency will push for environmental innovation that that, that oh, that's oh. a 100% given what's happening though right now is people are still stuck on using coal or electricity but if we had more support on the media side and we had more people coming in saying hey let's just build a solar farm for crypto
1: yeah because we're
2: going to need to power this for the rest of human history Mm
1: -hmm. no most definitely because that like that's what i thought when i first saw the video i was like hey with electricity there's easy ways around that like if we don't even have the technology for To power Crypto right now, like, we most definitely will be in a few years. Like, right now, like, I feel like we use a lot of, like, oils and whatever, which is terrible and is what caused the fucking fire in the ocean, ocean, actually. (laughs) Yeah. So, I mean, okay. Mm. So, cool. Okay. No, I, okay. Continue. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) I was just trying to grasp my head around that one. Are you, are you getting that, Mikey? Like, would you, would you switch completely to crypto and never go back to a bank, Maggie.
0: Oh my God, that's a, a lot my, of
1: pressure. That's a that's lot of a lot pressure.
0: Of pr- yeah. Um. Given what I'm learning right now, it feels like it might be the best thing to do, but it's kind of hard. Like, I, ha- I I definitely have to do more research, though. Like I can't <laughs> do it, you know. Yeah, but it seems like it seems like that is gonna be the future.
1: If someone really wanted to get it into crypto like and stuff, though, like, like how do you guys, how do you guys as Black Swan Digital get you guys set up, get them set up? Hmm, um, first
2: things first, uh, I just ask them, do you know what fiat is? Do you do you understand what money is? Because to understand crypto, you have to actually understand how money works, and no one understands how money works. Like the government purposely made it so you guys don't learn about money. So that they can literally sheep people into being consumers rather than being producers or innovators which generates capital rather than just consuming and working for capital so that's big
1: facts because i didn't learn about no money thing until after university.
2: So <laughs> the first thing is teaching them how money works why money is useless and how it's fake and then it's all pretty much just the education then we send them an education package Um, a couple of videos to watch and then uh, we give them some consultation hours so to to really set up their wallets, teach them about the security of it, teach them the difference between centralized finance, decentralized finance and essentially change the whole, what it really is is a whole mental switch of being like you have to agree to kind of like opt into this world because regardless you're going to have to either opt in now or 10 years when okay when you go to have, have you guys gone to patio season recently
0: patio
1: season like, yeah like on a yeah, patio like, just regular? Yeah, yeah like go oh, on yeah. a patio okay yeah was what is like, s- that
2: <laughs> how do you how do you look at the menu now
1: through qr codes
2: okay yeah
1: exactly. that's step
2: one okay how do you think you're gonna be paying in the next two years
1: apple pay top
2: apple pay that just came out like two days ago
1: Wait, wait, no, shut up. Wait, what did wait, you say? Wait, what did you say?
2: <laughs> uh, Apple Pay, you can pay through crypto. Like, you can use Apple Pay to buy crypto now.
1: Oh, oh yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah, so if you have a QR code and you're in the middle of eating dinner and then they come down with a bill and then there's a QR code on that receipt and you scan that receipt and then you pay that business through that way, then there's going to be no need for a debit, credit. Oh, okay. Like, there's even debit and credit cards right now that have crypto. Like, literally, you just tap it and it just connects to your phone instead. So it's it's literally coming but we so they realized they had to condition people first. So it's like okay, let's condition people to scan QR okay. codes to look things up. Then let's use it to scan QR codes to look at menus. Now scan QR codes to pay for items.
1: So but isn't that okay, but then okay. Cuz who <laughs> who decided on that? Because like isn't that not like part of the government's thing? Like aren't they kind of playing themselves by allowing that being to like being like to go into the culture of crypto, you know what I'm saying? Well, like, isn't that going against them?
2: In a way, but QR code technology has been around for for a while as well too. And it's it's what I said earlier is people are gonna people are gonna be the ones to make the choice. Are, are we gonna yeah. trust the government once again in the cyberspace, or are we gonna use something that already has been around for a decade and it works better than if the government came in? Because if the government comes in. And, and creates these CDBCs and tells everyone, you can't use cryptocurrency, that is more alarming than them even stepping in. Because why is someone forcing me to use their way when there's a service mm-hmm. that they don't even control? So if the government said no one can use crypto, how are you still stopping me from using my crypto? It's my phone. You would literally have to rip my phone out of my hand for me to stop using it.
1: Mm-hmm. They would just not let you buy anything i'm guessing like that that would be my guess
2: but then easily i can just convert my cryptocurrency into the thing that they allow me to use so it's still kind of like almost a a, like still there's still this layer of uh uh, of separation from the state Mm
1: -hmm, mm -hmm. so could that work though like having like could decentralized finance and centralized financing like exist co hand in hand can they coexist or no
2: i think that would be the best way for it to work where people that, that's what i mean let people have the choice people can choose to use yeah. crypto people can choose to use uh, regular finance that's okay what the issue is mm-hmm. is don't force people just to use decentralized finance way because if you do that that's totalitarian that's that's kind of yeah. just forcing people and they're already forcing a lot of other things right now in society even like these vaccine passports which are going to have qr codes on them
3: yeah in the end of the day it's about personal freedom and rights right like we in the west we have a culture of like you know individuality everybody's got the right to be who they want to be do what they want to do fundamental freedoms so like to like for the for our whole um like political thought to change into something more like like communist China, where like everybody should just follow the government and do what they say. It's a it's a, it's a radical adjustment, and it's actually pretty concerning because like a lot of the times the government does not know what mm-hmm. to do, especially right now. You can see it in the legislation mm-hmm. and what they're doing. They're just kind of like making it up on the fly. So like, why would anybody want to follow that? You know, it doesn't make a lot of sense.
2: I was just gonna say like, and, and that's that's the issue is that we everyone right now is just listening but not questioning and anytime you try to question it it's as if like the media has made it where it's like oh you're an anti-vaxxer because you're questioning this it's like no i have legitimate concerns and questions about why these things are being ran this way and there's laws being passed without any votes there's just people in these rooms making these laws affecting millions of lives and i didn't get a fucking say in it You didn't get a say in it. He didn't get a say in it. She didn't get a say in it. And if we live in a truly democratized world, like there needs to be a new form of government where everyone can be evolved at one given moment and everyone can vote on any single policy that's being created. And that's actually something Black Swan Digital is trying to work on. Yep, it's in the
1: pipeline. Ideally, that'd be really sick. But like realistically, like people are going to have all sorts of opinions. Like, I don't know. Like you can't please everybody for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, like also like and there's people who just don't give a fuck either like they'll just like <laughs> blindly walk and as long as they have money in their banks and they don't give a fuck you know what I mean mm. so it's just like I feel like one of the biggest um, and this this goes with the whole vaccine stuff and stuff and whatever too people just don't care enough to know and I think that's where the issue kind of starts as well too is that people don't care and then people don't get educated and then people don't have valid opinions Mm. so same with crypto i'd say the same thing i mean i'm here for crypto
0: to be honest Woo. but <laughs> me too i do have 300 I've, i i will I, put more listen
2: you you are think about it like this uh you specifically imagine you went to a new planet and there's only a hundred million people on this planet you're one of those hundred million okay. people and keep in mind mm-hmm. there there when you look behind you there's about seven billion more people about to come to the planet that you're on right now but you're already here Mm
1: -hmm, mm -hmm. you're like i got my three hundred dollars space here good luck guys
0: (laughs) she's a living lavish (laughs) i didn't even know where it's at i forgot my password a coin (laughs) oh bitch (laughs) So <laughs> fucking kill me. Um, I need to learn,
1: though. So. Okay, so if people want to come talk to you about crypto, how do they find you? Who do they talk to? And yeah,
3: if um, you go to our website, uh, blackswandigital.ca,
1: mm-hmm.
3: oh, uh, we you can contact us there. You have all our information, and you can book consultations and whatnot all from there.
2: We also have uh, Instagram. You can follow us at uh, Black Swan Digital. It's um, just a uh, uh, the only difference on the handle is that it's um, it's B-L-V-C-K. So B-L-V-C-K Swan okay. Digital. Uh-huh. Uh, and yeah, other than that, my Instagram is a little Basil West. So if you want to also follow me on that and then segue into it, like it, usually it's just I just have it right there so that people can find it right after they find my Instagram as well, too.
1: We'll definitely okay. link you guys up and stuff at the mm-hmm. end of this podcast and everything, too. Mm-hmm. Um, do you have any questions, Mikey?
0: No, but I'm on Do you feel like you learned? I did. I did feel yeah. like I learned, and I've f- learned a lot. And I feel like I'm going to educate myself more on this shit because I think it's I need a to lot invest to learn. way more. I think I yeah. need to invest way more. But there's, there's, more, there's more I need to learn, though. It's definitely deeper than what I already know so gotta do my research it gets deep
2: it gets deep it does when you when you start learning about cryptocurrency then that's when you start learning on how finances work and it's even for myself I was never interested in politics I was never interested in any of this I just wanted to find a way to make more money and the deeper uh-huh. I went in I'm like oh my god like no they're literally while everyone is distracted right now they're literally building a whole it's like a whole new monopoly board if everyone's playing the same game of monopoly imagine a new better game of monopoly is being made and already the, the main players are already being decided. And anyone else that comes in later, it's, it's going to be kind of late for them.
0: Yeah, see, um, I don't want to get um. <laughs> too late on this, because I feel like it's almost at it. I don't even do you think it's at its peak right now? No, it's not. No, I'm not even. no, on. no, 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 no. Okay, so I'm not too late. cause. No. Even um during the p- pandemic, you know, when Dogecoin became like the trend and stuff, I felt like I was just too late to know about it. I was like, fuck. That one was risky though. Like I didn't that want one to do was it. Just like I feel like, feel like that one just happened. Just, yeah, just yeah, because of social
1: media and everything. Yeah.
0: Like
1: I didn't think there was much to it. I was like, oh, that one's risky. Do you yeah,
3: have
0: yeah, any coins that
3: Yeah, Dogecoin's a huge meme.
0: Mm -hmm, (laughs) mm -hmm. i didn't even know it was a meme when i looked it up i'm like are you kidding me (laughs) it's a fucking dog yeah yeah, it's my favorite dog though (laughs) (laughs) he's cute Um, as
1: fuck but
0: do you guys have any specific coins that you're looking at right now Uh... (laughs) what was which one was that oh Uh, my god all right yo tell him tell him tell him
2: so the way dogecoin is dogecoin actually has no purpose at all like dogecoin is literally just a meme but it did something okay. very unique where people were coming to me meaning like knowing that i know crypto saying like yo should i get into dogecoin and i'm like bro get into bitcoin like get into ethereum get into like something with an actual use don't dogecoin was literally made just as kind of in the sense that if everyone was to put in $100 in the entire world, were to put in $100, it would make Dogecoin almost like, like to a certain point that everyone could pull out and then everyone would be rich. Essentially, the first time I even heard of Dogecoin, there was a TikTok saying, this was back when Dogecoin was only like less than a penny, was like, hey, if everyone buys $50 worth in America, then Dogecoin would be a dollar. So that's the, mm-hmm. whole, that's the whole thing is get, let's get Dogecoin to a dollar because if you buy it at 25 cents, you can multiply your money four times over. Yeah. Um, but Shiba Inu is a cryptocurrency that was created to be the the Dogecoin killer, where the whole aspect of it is it actually has a use. It, yeah. um, it has its own ecosystem, it's completely decentralized, and it has utility. So there is a purpose, and it does everything that Dogecoin is supposed to be doing and it's going to mm-hmm. the same way that Dogecoin introduced everyone to crypto, Shiba Inu is going to introduce everyone into decentralized finance because of the meme, the marketing, and the whole theme and story of it being the Doge killer. And it, it lately has been outpacing Doge way, 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 way quicker.
1: Interesting. Uh, so maybe I should. Uh,
0: should I get on that? Like I don't even know if I should. They just work so fast that I just don't know when to invest, when to sell. Like I just don't know what the fuck to do. So well, Bitcoin that's why. Bi- like- <laughs>
2: <laughs> that's why Bitcoin and Ethereum are very interesting because you, you never sell. That's, the idea is to preserve your wealth, where you're yeah, tossing right, like, okay. the money in here and say goodbye to it. Because yeah, you can use it, you can sell it, but what you're really doing is just in case the world goes crazy this is your reserve
0: so do you you never take money out like ever uh
2: so okay uh for me i'm not going to lie i'm 99% into crypto i have 1% of my wealth in cash um
0: oh. i don't
2: use bank accounts on the regular so okay once i'm out of cash money i actually just don't spend my my, my crypto at all like i may liquidate Fifty dollars, a hundred dollars to get me through to my next paycheck. But uh-huh. once I'm out of cash, I just gotta hold it down until until then, because I understand the value of it, and I'm not gonna sell my coins so billionaires can scoop up more of my money. So, most of it's just locked away.
1: Mm-hmm. How long How- do you think you're gonna have to wait until um, like?
2: Black Swan Digital, like right now, we're in the middle of building our reserves and our reserves. Is to last more than 100 years um, my personal wealth that I'm putting into cryptocurrencies for my grandchildren
1: mm-hmm.
2: um, but for myself like there are times where I'm gonna be taking profit and using that profit maybe buy a house and or different aspects for the business but I would never really get rid of all my crypto ever. It would always be in cyberspace because of the importance of it.
0: Interesting. Uh, i saying, a firm know, believer, guys. You heard it here first. <laughs> you heard it here first huh? on 20 20- You heard it here first on 20 and plenty. He believes in this shit. <laughs> yeah.
3: <laughs> yeah, yo, that's that's his pick. That's his pick. Okay, my pick my pick right now is a uh, Thorchain. So what what Thorchain does, they do collect like, cross-chain liquidity. So in the world of DeFi, like you can't. It's hard to send coins across different like blockchains, so Thorchain facilitates that transfer of value across a blockchain. So you can go into Thorchain with your Ethereum and then send it, um, like trans transform it into Bitcoin or transform it into like Doge or like Monero or like, you know, whatever else. And they they do that. This is the first one.
1: So. It's- is it a converter coin almost? Yeah, it's a
3: decentralized yes. exchange that does cross-chain swaps. So, yeah, okay. it's a converter. Oh
0: gosh. It's like a, so, it's a
3: Coinbase, but decentralized. Oh,
1: okay.
3: So when you go on the exchange, you can just input the address. Like, you have your mm-hmm. Bitcoin mm-hmm. wallet, and you connect your Bitcoin wallet to the exchange. And then you input the Ethereum address that you want to send, like, you know, the Ethereum that you're trading to. And then you just send the Bitcoin to the exchange and the exchange will send the Ethereum equivalent to that address.
1: Okay. So it's like if I were to e transfer my cousin in
0: the Philippines.
1: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay, I got you. I okay. That's so
0: cool in a way. So how do you buy it's Thor, right? Yeah. What yeah, yeah how what do you buy? Do you buy it with Ethereum? You can only buy it with Ethereum?
3: You can buy it with Ethereum if you want to go on like Uniswap. Um, You can also buy it on, like, centralized exchanges like um, Binance or, like, Mm -hmm. Coinbase. I think they have it. Um, Some other ones. I'm not really too sure.
1: Binance. I feel like Coinbase doesn't carry that many.
3: No, they don't. Their selection is, like, really small compared to other ones. Like, Binance Binance. has, like, everything. Well, not everything, but a lot of stuff, and it's fucking awesome.
0: Maybe I should Um, switch to that because I only have Coinbase i'm
1: on binance right now but i gotta look at it a little bit more
0: <laughs> <laughs> all right so let's wrap it up yes check out the homies
1: uh ask them some questions get into this shit. don't get fault like don't get left behind and uh yeah, yeah.
0: Wake honestly, up. honestly the That's world all is changing is really
3: somebody. quickly so you gotta change with it yeah,
1: yeah. Mm-hmm. no mm-hmm. i agree we're get we getting right ho <laughs> <laughs> that was good. Don't fucking kill me.
0: Okay, Mikey. Okay, <laughs> let's <had> the... wrap <laughs> it up. Um, oh, so okay. Okay, so at the end of every episode, we do a local shout-out. So our local shout-out for today is our friend Isaiah. He's opening up a new barber shop. It's called District T O. And you can follow them on Instagram at, at district underscore TO. We'll link it in our captions hi everyone it's um mikey i'm like editing the podcast but i wanted to add oh my god i wanted to add some stuff to our shadow for isaiah shop it's called district underscore to and we recorded this um a while ago and i didn't know they had more services so they do men's cuts women's cuts as well as lash services bitch are you fucking serious like literally the whole package also they do also i think body contouring so bitch like come on like i really don't need to say anything more or anything less you should already know that you got a book so Go ahead, check them out. Check their page. I feel like their website's coming soon, but check out all their services. They're the one to go to. Okay. Bye. Enjoy the rest of the podcast even though there's like 1 minute left. Um also, shout out to Black Swan Digital and thank you guys for coming to the podcast with us and Thanks for having us. Yes, yeah. no worries. So. I learned a lot today. Um hopefully well, I know this is going to be a very educational episode for all of you, too, who need to learn more about crypto. And that's a wrap. Danny, anything <laughs> else to say? <laughs> no, nah, I think that's
1: plenty of shit. We're four bitches in their 20s to handle for the day. So, I mean, I think we're good. Well, we'll catch you guys next time in the next episode. Thank you, guys. All right. We'll see you later. Bye. Bye. Bye.